Hello, and welcome to MMA Minutes. We have a great show for you guys today. Let's get right into it. Let's tell you guys what we got on tap for today. All right, so we're going to be talking about all about the aftermath of UFC 254, with topics including Habib Nurmagomedov's dominant win by submission in the second round over Justin Gaethje, and then his subsequent retirement right after the bout. We'll also be talking about Robert Whitaker his, and his dominant win over Jared Cannonier to make to lay claim to the number one contender spot in the middleweight division. And also, we can talk about Alexander Volkov's vicious knockout over Walt Harris and Magomed Ankalaev getting the win in the rematch against Jan Kutilaba. We'll also be talking about some non-UFC 254-related topics, such as Leon Edwards and Hamzat Shemaev have agreed to fight on December 19th. Robbie Lawler has pulled out of his bout at UFC 255 with Mike Perry. And we'll preview the upcoming slate next week, including Uriah Hall versus Anderson Silva on Halloween night. Let's discuss the main event from last Saturday, Habib versus Gaethje for the lightweight championship of the world. Habib Nurmagomedov, the undefeated 29-0 man from Dagestan, Russia, came into the bout undefeated and undisputed as the lightweight champion of the world. Justin Gaethje, the interim lightweight champion of the world, came in as having been regarded as one of the most exciting fighters in the world, a dominant striker who just put on a great performance against Tony Ferguson. Everyone thought this would be the toughest challenge for Habib Nurmagomedov and that Justin Gaethje had a real chance to win. That was not true. As Habib came out and pressured the most dangerous man in the division with reckless abandon with a broken foot, he came out and absolutely dominated Gaethje, taking him down in the first round and going for an arm bar that probably would have got the submission if the bell hadn't saved Gaethje. In the second round, he got a triangle choke and slept Gaethje. He won, he won the fight, then went to the center of the octagon and prayed and cried for his dead father, Abdul Manap. As many of you may know, after the fight, in the post-fight interview, we heard some absolutely shocking news. Habib Nurmagomedov, the most dominant champion and who some consider to be the greatest of all time in the sport, retired after the fight stating that his mother did not want him to fight anymore and that he did not want to fight anymore after his father, Abdulmanap, tragically passed of coronavirus complications this spring. In one of the most emotional and um, impactful moments in the UFC octagon we've ever seen, Habib retired. And many are left thinking what will happen to the lightweight division in his career in his wake. This already sparked GOAT discussions with many debating who is the greatest of all time in MMA? Many were debating between Habib and John Jones. I think personally Habib is the GOAT due to the fact that he's undefeated and only ever lost two rounds. He hasn't even bled in the octagon. Whereas John Jones has lost one fight via disqualification and has arguably lost two more fights. On last Saturday, the co-main event, Robert Whitaker versus Jared Cannonier middleweight bout as a title eliminated for the number one contender spot was definitely a great fight that we get to see. At the start, Whitaker came out and pressured Cannoneer, throwing some kicks and some punches, while Cannoneer was mostly throwing leg kicks. Then, a high kick landed that Cannoneer blocked, but it actually broke his wrist, his ulna bone to be exact. This definitely set up Cannoneer for a tough night out, and Robert Whitaker won the second round dominantly, Arguably the first round, but most judges scored the first round for Cannoneer. In the third round, we saw Robert Whitaker tag Cannoneer with a head kick 
which somehow, after getting knocked down, Cannoneer survived on the ground and got back up. In the latter parts of the round, he actually started to put a hurt on Robert Whitaker, but it was too little, too late, as Robert Whitaker was awarded the, the decision over Jared Cannoneer, so solidifying his place as the number one contender in the middleweight division, and some think he should be in line for a rematch with champion Israel Adesanya. Let's discuss some other notables from Saturday. So, in, in the in the first fight on the main card, Magomed Antkalaev wins again the rematch against Ian Kutalaba. In the first fight in February, Kutalaba was stopped on the feet as he said he was playing possum, but the ref thought he was out on the feet, and he demanded a rematch. Ankalaev, a hot prospect in the light heavyweight division, had to go for the rematch, and there was no playing possum this time as Ankalaev knocked Kutalaba clean out, and he was knocked out, and the ref stopped it after that, but he definitely let it go on to make sure there were no plans of playing possum. Also, Alexander Volkov in the heavyweight division solidified his place in the upper echelon after knocking out Walt Harris with a brutal body shot that sent waves through the heavyweight division. It was a nice fight, and it was good to see Volkov picked up the win, although I did want Walt Harris to do well, as he has suffered through some tough times, like the loss of his daughter. Now let's speculate what we should, what the UFC should do with the lightweight division. I personally don't really care what happens with the subject, although I would like to see some things happen. So, personally, I think since the UFC has time and Dana White thinks that Habib Nurmagomedov might return to the octagon as of Thursday, I think what should happen is a tournament of sorts between the top lightweights in the world. I think the UFC should go ahead with the scheduled Dustin Poirier versus Conor McGregor bout. They might throw a title in there, but I don't think they should. Maybe an interim. Whatever. Then, I think the UFC should make Tony Ferguson versus Michael Chandler and then have the winner of that face the winner of Dustin Poirier versus Conor McGregor for the lightweight title if Habib Nurmagomedov has truly retired. If he hasn't, I don't really know what to do with the lightweight landscape. Maybe the winner of Poirier versus McGregor gets to be Habib's final fight, or maybe Habib will get George St. Pierre. But right now, I think that's the obvious thing to do. And then maybe Justin Gaethje can work his way back up and fight the winner of the... Outside of the UFC, in Bellator, last night, we had a big night. In the main event, former Dream Strikeforce and Bellator middleweight champion, former UFC fighter, Gegard Mousasi, defeated Bellator, current Bellator welterweight champion, the vacant Bellator welterweight title, at the Mohegan Sun Casino in Connecticut at Bellator 250. It was a pretty boring fight. Frankly, not what I expected with two high-powered strikers who've been known to pr produce exciting fights and exciting finishes. But it was a pretty dominant performance from Gegard Mousasi, who gets the belt back at one, 185. Nice to see him still, still going there. But um, Douglas Lima, not a great performance for him. Some thought he would win, but I don't think it really lowers Lima's stock. He could have raised his stock with the win, but at 170, he definitely remains a very exciting fighter, but I don't know if 185 was the right weight for him. Now, to talk about one of the hottest topics in MMA, the saga of Hamzat Shemaev, an up-and-coming hot prospect who, who's 9-0 and quickly running up the ranks in the welterweight division after dominating his first three opponents in the UFC. Now, he has finally found a fight 
after months of waiting. He has found to fight number three welterweight in the world, Leon Rocky Edwards, who agreed to the Chumayev bout after being denied or after turning down four fights. And then the UFC got mad and removed him from the rankings. So Edwards quickly agreed to fight Chumayev. Frankly, I think this is a lose-lose for Edwards because if he wins, it will be dismissed as Hamza not being good enough or not absolutely not good enough for Edwards' level. But if Edwards loses, he loses to an unranked man. I think this is a lose-lose for Edwards, but I commend him for taking the bout, and it'll be very exciting to see what Hamza Chamayev can do. And if he wins, I think he'll be in line for a title shot, as Dana White loves this kid. Let's talk about the ever-exciting Platinum Mike Perry. Mike Perry recently signed for UFC 254 against Robbie, 255, sorry, against Robbie Lawler. Robbie Lawler has pulled out of the bout for undisclosed reasons. And Perry is currently searching for an opponent. He called out Hamzat Shemaev at middleweight to fight, fight at middleweight, but I doubt Shemaev will do it as he's already fighting Leon Rocky Edwards, which is a much better opportunity for him to move up the rankings. Mike Perry is currently looking for an opponent, and I don't, I don't really have any suggestions of who should fight him. He's not quite high-ranked, but that's why they put Robbie Lawler up against him. Because it's two big, exciting names who aren't quite high-ranked. Lawler, obviously, a former UFC welterweight champion. He's older now, so he's declined, in, he's declined in his rank a little bit. But I think some guys like Kevin Holland or even Derek Brunson could be a good opportunity for Mike Perry. I don't know if Brunson will take the fight on short notice, as he is a higher-ranked guy. But I think Kevin Holland could be a very good opportunity to fight Mike Perry at UFC 254, which could be an exciting fight. Let's preview what's coming up this weekend in the world of MMA. The main, the main draw this weekend on Halloween night, Saturday night, October 31st, is UFC fight night, Hall vs. Silva, with one of the greatest MMA fighters of all time, the legend Spider Anderson Silva, facing off against former hot prospect Uriah Hall, who's still a very good fighter. This could be a good one. Anderson Silva, in what looks to be his final fight at 45 years old, has had a legendary career dominating the UFC middleweight division in the late late 2000s, early 2010s, with one of the greatest runs of all time and being one of the most dominant fighters of all time at that time. He looks to try and beat Uriah Hall in the main event as Uriah Hall thinks he has what it takes to beat the legend, although it is not prime Anderson Silva, as he's almost 50 years old. In the co-main event, we have Bryce Mitchell, Thug Nasty, the legend himself, who finally gets his camo shorts from Reebok, and looks to make his debut in those be a memorable one. Maybe we'll see a slick submission from him. All right, that's it for this episode. Thank you for watching MMA Minutes.